You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Wine is fine, but whiskey is quicker. Suicide is no quicker. Take a bottle, drown your sorrows. Then it floods away. for you right now. I've been thinking about this the whole time I was setting up. Uh, what, what's that, Andrew? Do you know how many times in the span of a standard week for me, I just have to stand there and have an old man fucking lie to my face? <laughs> how many like times So many times a week. So many times. I, I'm half an hour late recording this podcast because as I was trying to close up my spot, some old man came in and just lied at me for like 20 fucking minutes. It was ridiculous. Now, what did he lie about? Every old man comes in here and they want to, they want a friend. And they want to make that friend by talking about speakers and speakers they used to have and speakers they want. And what does this speaker do? And is, what's the reasoning for this design? Is that something audio? Is that just for looks? Oh, I hate your ass. I hate you. You can't afford this shit. You're lying to me. Just don't fucking ah. Everyone in the city's a fucking liar. It's it's unbelievable. I yeah. And yeah you're just you're just you're just realizing this now. I, yeah, no, right. it's just one of those things. And you know what? When this actually this goes back to uh, like hardcore people, like underground people. Like when people write in and they're <laughs> like, I mean, all right, what's your all time top five post nineteen eighty seven youth crew record? You were this old fucking lion man. Like this is you are a new old lion man. <laughs> that's gonna happen in the future. You're gonna come into my spot when I'm like seventy. And ask me fucking dumb questions because you're lonely. Like, it's stop. Just stop it. <laughs> lonely ass old man. You're the worst. I, I saw. Hit by a car outside of here. I saw a new Albany meme, Lonely Porcel, at, uh, at, through the window at Bombers the other day by himself. That's pretty dope. I'm glad he's back. I'm really glad. Lo- lonely Porcel is my favorite Albany meme because <laughs> it is Porcel from Myth of Today, but he's sitting by himself eating fries. And if I could just get a picture of that, it's like way, it's like way better than Rick Healy riding a horse. It, it's Lonely Porcel. I, I really, Lonely I sh- Porcel is really fucking funny. Lonely wow. Porcel is great. It's like it's like nine thirty on a Friday night by himself, 
They he did uh, they did pen the song "Alone on My Birthday." Remember that awesome shelter? That song? is true. Maybe it was his birthday. Uh, me and he was alone. I think he uh, I think he's got some some uh, some existential female drama. Uh, but is that right? I think so. But uh, you know, who were we to say? It's it's not our place to say. It's not our place to put um, a hardcore icon like Porcel in a corner. Since we're speaking about uh, hardcore icons, uh, do you uh, do you want to recount your week? <laughs> um, okay, as you know, OvernightDrive.com uh, has formed an LLC, and we are now selling shirts for a high markup, and hopefully making. We gotta, actually, let's pump the brakes for a second because, like, holy shit, you guys like shirts. Yeah, you guys yeah. really like shirts. Like, we had to take the initial order and then double it. And then we're still sitting around being like, fuck, I don't know if we have enough shirts for this. So, man, these yeah. people, uh, they feel shirts. Thank you very much Thank to you. everyone who ordered one of these. We, it's really cool. We appreciate um, it. They will get to you uh, shortly. Uh, Hans is in charge of sending them out. And he, uh, <laughs> he was head of, uh, head of logistics for a, a large T-shirt consortium for years. So I think uh, yes. he's, uh, he's got it covered. So I get out of work, right? And I drive, make the 10-minute drive over to Full Road Headquarters of uh, EVR, Equivision Records, and Merch Now. I went to the Nerve Center. I was in the belly of the mm-hmm. beast. And I went in and met our old supervisor, Ian. Yeah. What's Looks, going on? Does he still hate my ass? What's up? No, he didn't even bring you up, which I imagine... Ah, oh, he hates my ass. Yeah, I'm sure he hates you. Um, <laughs> the... It's it was it was uh it was wild. The the place is huge now. And I got a, a nickel tour of the entire facility. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm glad things are going good there though. That's not, I'm glad they're still in no, business they're and still churning out. Here's the real question. Yeah. We we both graduated from working at EVR mm-hmm. in what like 2006 Three. something like that. 2003, 2003 really? Was that man. Long ago? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess you're right. Holy shit. Yeah. Who was who was still man in the presses from our days there? Anyone, or was it a totally uh, new crew? I went there. Unfortunately, I went there after hours. But their idea of after hours—they're like efficient now. I went there like quarter after five, and like everyone was gone. Like their efficiency is insane. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, a, a, a buddy has his own desk now. Um, he had a, a hot water music tapestry hanging up. Um, Excellent. They have a little room where they make all over print shirts, I think. In all case, over? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Really uh, moving on up. When I when I I got an all over print Ozzy Osbourne shirt from my aunt Beth as a child, and she's like, I don't know, I know you like Ozzy, and at the time I was like, well, all over all over print shirts are for like for like posers and dorks, but if yeah, I had that, shit. but if I had that over all over print shirt now, I'd rock it. It's so you know what? It's some fucking lying old man just tried to pull on the doors to get in here. Yeah, why don't... Uh, Ugh, why motherfucker. Some lying old man. Are there should a I, lot? There should I just, just like... brought the lying old man on the podcast? Here, come here and fucking lie to people around the world. Tell some yeah. fucking stories. Spin some yarns, you old fuck. Is it like... Is is your store like the DSS office for old lying men? Where people just I think it is. I think up? because... I got I got moved. This is the thing. I got promoted and moved to a new store, which is actually the old store I started at, which is interesting because now yeah. I'm, I'm like running the joint. I'm you know it's fucking baby comes home. And now but, you just uh, walk around in silence and stare in people's faces. It's so good. It's and fantastic. Say, I don't think you've got the memo. But I actually I'm- shoulder checked someone today just because I knew I could. I knew I could get away with it. 
Um, but we're in a neighborhood that is, um, it's like rapidly turning, uh, like millionary, but it's not quite there yet. So all these old fucking holdouts who still have, uh, oh, like yeah. rent controlled apartments and all this shit are still just hanging out here, like eating croissants and bothering me. <laughs> Awesome. Sounds like a good life, Andrew. And then you go home. It's, it's oh, wait, you really haven't even gone home yet. Oh, no, I'm still at work right now. That's really good. I'm, it's I, happening. Uh, we will be interrupted by phones ringing. We will be cool. interrupted by fucking lying old men trying to, like, use a crowbar to get into the locked doors to fucking ask me about, like, response curves. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be a good podcast. I can already feel it's, it. It's going to be good. I, we have, we have a, 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 our bi, bi-monthly installment of Hans's Dark Place to talk about. Um, I'm pretty excited. This is. Uh, did you see? I didn't expect the Dark Place this soon. Did you see the Facebook post? Um, I saw a Facebook post. Yes, I think I did. But you maybe you should a, read it to the audience. I, I deleted it. But I'll okay, fine. We'll get into it. Maybe right. I didn't I, see it. Maybe I didn't see I it. I got no, no. Oh, I, did I have a Facebook post that was that was equally corny that I left up? Oh, I have to check now. I don't know. Okay, so I, I got in the uh, I got in the the dark place, guys. I know it's been a couple months since I've been in the dark place, but I am a firm believer that me being in the dark place makes for a much better podcast. Agreed. So yeah, I'm always trying to subtly abuse you. I actually hire women to break your heart. Oh my god, so it was you. It was your fault was I went me. to Seattle and all those other fucking places. <laughs> it was all my machinations. Fucking London, Ontario, fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking Spokane, Washington. Like, not only do I pick the worst women, but I also pick the worst towns. It's like, eh, you know, I fucked around with her, she fucking broke my heart. But she lives in Berlin, and like, I just got to chill in Berlin. But no. With the exception of Seattle, it's been like... Spokane, Washington, London, Ontario, Richmond, Virginia, like fucking anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I wait. No. Did you go somewhere? Where this this current dark place? Did you go no, somewhere? No, no, no. I didn't. I could have. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just got in the dark place. I have been. Skipping my meds, but um, I didn't think that it would hit me this hard. I have a story that, of course, revolves around Susie's bar. Um, oh, fantastic. Uh, so I ended up, what triggered the whole thing was, and I ended up being a fifth wheel with four lesbians and me. <laughs> <laughs> like... Hang uh, okay. drinking enough Miller High Life to think that I have a chance for a five way. All right, because I have this fucking fried circuit in my head that thinks that lesbians <laughs> that lesbians want penis more than straight girls. Like this is does, fucking bleak. <laughs> I honestly, it's it's like when it's Miller time with me and it's Miller beer, it makes me break the worst fucking decisions. <laughs> When it's Miller time with me, homeboy, I fucking... Okay. Okay, so, here's the set, right? I started texting this girl. I fucking got this girl's number. Bless her heart, she gave me her number, so of course I text her. She's a lesbian, right? I I tried to mack it to her one night. She's like, no no matter what you say, I'm not going to fuck you, right? I should have stopped there. Cool. Because she actually no, said I would that agree to with me. that, yeah. Well, after, you know, after a bunch of fucking around, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, I just think you're great. Like, that's my thing. I get, like, 
I don't even know. Like, I get, like, Lawrence Welke, where I'm like, everybody's awesome, man. Like, you're so great. <laughs> like, that's my pickup line. You know, like, when I see a girl, I'm like, look at you, you're great. Look at like, you, you're great. Wow, all right. Look at you, you're great. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> look at you. That's the name of this episode. Look at you, you're great. That's, okay, that's Drunk Hans pickup line number one. All right. That's good, all right. Uh, so number two, right? My my number two, huh? Hans's pickup line number two. When I walk by, a weird one. when I walk by an attractive woman, then I say, "You don't even know what you're talking about." Oh, uh, all right. So you walk past, and that's your opening line. That's my opening you line. Don't know that's all not, right, that's that makes not a lot the... more sense than what we were saying before. No, no, no. I thought you started like... to talk to somebody, and when they say something, you're like, uh, "You don't know what you're talking about." Like, oh, that's no, really no, attractive no, no, no. quality in a person. Uh, no, I mean it's. Um, it's something that I've honed over time, obviously. I'm 37 years old, and I've learned through time and trials how to talk to a woman, and I've scientifically determined that that is the best thing you can say to somebody. Because they look at you, they give you a look like, who are you? And then I stay in their memory. And then I stand, I stand across from the bar and just stare at them for the rest of the night. It's perfect. You know, there's some dork who's fucking taking notes on this right now who's going to end up murdering somebody. It's going to be awesome. Like, <laughs> or getting punched in the face. I stared at him all night, and then I hit her with a shovel as she went for her car keys. And no one saw. It's been an eventful week. I have a couple other stories. So, obviously, that's it. Skype's fucking up for anyone not listening, so we're cutting and pasting and trying yeah. to make this work. So, we've been actually talking about this for uh, about 20 minutes yeah. now. But uh, <laughs> So, sorry. Keep rolling with that. No, it's cool. Um I, I, well, it's like a lot of different weird stuff happened, and um, I'm just kind of like uh, I think it just it was just a really intense week. No, um, not much ha- good happening. Although I bought, I went to Shoprite and I got four bags of microwave rice for four dollars. That was the high point. Operation. That was like that was last week. That was like the high point. I got paid too, which was nice. All right. Um, okay, so. I go out to. I go, <laughs> Did you do that thing where you got paid and you just went out and spent it all on bullshit? No comment. <laughs> uh, no comment. Perfect. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, all that investment. What's your car you smell like right now? What's my car smell like right now? Yeah. What's what kind of fucking air freshener did you get? Did you get fucking wintergreen? I got the Febreze you put in the vent. <laughs> with the little fan. Oh, yeah, God. with a little fan. Dude. Yeah. How do you fucking know me so well, man? I, you know I know I, somebody else who has uh, similar tendencies, and he always had that fucking Glade plug-in thing for his fucking car. You know I love, when I when I get bipolar, you know I love to buy bric-a-brac. Oh, yeah, your fucking car section's your jam right there. Oh, my God. I, I like, immediately think I need new wipers. I need a new air filter. It's been a month. That kind of shit. So stupid. Forget it. After two weeks on the road, we find a Love's truck stop, and you come out with $150 worth of absolutely (laughs) nothing. It's unbelievable. You should have just bought bricks. No. Could you tell something was wrong back then, man? (laughs) All the signs were there. It's kind of odd that I couldn't. Yeah, thanks, guys. I I love the the love and the tenderness. Should have had an intervention with me. Maybe I would have still been in the band. You know, Instead, you just tossed me to the fucking wolves, bro. It's got to go. It's got to go. This buying so much fucking car shit. He bought those things that you're supposed to alert deer, but they don't work. It's all over the front <laughs> of the van. There's like 14 things, of those. I bought those fucking things twice. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, after we hit that deer, it was like the front of the JVU was like festooned with deer devices. <laughs> so dumb. 
So dumb. You should have just put like a lance on the end of it. That would have been fun. That would have been great. Or like, you know, like flatten out a shopping cart and tie it to the front. Perfect. Done. Yeah, perfect. Anyway, so obviously anyway. those pickup lines super don't work. And I'm standing in the bar and I see that lesbian girl that I was talking about. She's with another girl and she comes over to me and she's like, she tells me the one thing that will get me, that, that will trigger my mind to think that I have a chance. She's like, what's up, you beautiful man? Oh, man. And I'm like, fuck, she thinks I'm beautiful. I definitely have a chance to nail this broad, right? Like, no f- sweat. I'm going to fuck her outside, like Tupac, fucking <laughs> get down, fucking just put their hands on the fucking wall. Just go for it. You know, pick her up, fucking lean her against the wall and shit. All that good stuff, right? Good thing I'm wearing, I'm thinking like things like, good thing I'm wearing shorts because it'll be easier to take my clothes off when we get back Jesus to her house, Christ. stuff like that. Like, really off the wall. <laughs> Really, like, if I don't take my meds for two days, it's like a, it's like bad news. That's pretty wild. That's awesome. But um, so then like a a like it becomes like a pack of of butchy lesbians, right? And this one girl that like, keeps singing my praises, right? And so they're like, "Yo, we're gonna go to Palais next," which is for the un- uninitiated, it's like a bar, you know down the street it's like an even more depressing bar down the street from the depressing scene bar this is the the depressing like single state worker with no luck slash like mechanic like that's the bar i saw some guy broke a bar stool because of martin luther king day that's that's because <laughs> he had because he had to give his employees the day off and he had to do all the work oh that dude who runs that place is an actual psychopath oh he is no he's, he looks like chris angel it's great <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, let's for people not from Albany, we'll do a quick rundown. The Palais was mm. uh, was this spot that was like sort of like it was a legitimate dive bar. Like before, yeah. it was really like a dive bar before people were seeking these things out. It was just a weird holdover. It was run by this thousand year old man. Like the dude had to be in his nineties every year I've ever known him. <laughs> Um, and his obese, I guess, wife, and I guess daughter, or maybe they weren't related at all, but I mean, just like these gigantic, two humongous women, like mountain women, Yeah. and this tiny little, like, old man who's trying to look dapper by wearing a vest, you know, like, that sort of thing. The bar was, like, an actual shit nightmare, where you could only get little, like, rolling rock like half bottles and they were always warm because the coolers never worked i don't know how the fuck this place existed was, and the uh it was good it was like a real real time box. capsule yeah oh the jukebox yeah. yeah jukebox was uh everyone just played the same fucking david lee roth single like all the time the yeah. pool table was fuck was there even no there wasn't even a pool table at that no point. it was a dolly Parton um, pinball machine a dolly Parton pinball was there apparently albany's first television set uh i don't know <laughs> yeah. if i believe that um Yep. But and then the rest of the the back of the bar was just covered with uh, like little standing statues and shit like that. A uh, whole thing bathed in fluorescent light, like it was like an office fixture lighting above <laughs> yeah. you. So bright, bright as the sun. It, th- I love this place a lot. I'm so sad that it's gone. This is yeah. one of the few places that I really, really, truly love about Albany, and it's gone. Um, and when this guy died, he left the bar to some nephew or some shit who proceeded to turn it into just like a an absolute shithole and oh yeah that's, that's where we are now and that's where we are now it smells it smells like piss but with none of the charm and and it has yeah, like exactly and it went the other way where you know it's no longer like office lighting it's like one bare light bulb and it's yeah, completely it's dark inside so 
so a lot of like, neon like CD, like the fucking the jukebox where it like streams off the internet and you know, buy credits. It's it's fucking yeah. rough. So this is Thursday. Okay. Um, I, it's like Thursday night going into Friday morning because I'm an idiot and like to go to work hungover. Um, Excellent. Really good. Spinning out of control. Um, so. <laughs> So not not really out of control because I, I I'm back I pulled I pulled out of the dive but um but it's a funny story the past few days and uh, so I get to the palais and the girls proceed to get lubed up like they start drinking like oh, do a fireball shot with me like gross shit like that and I'm like no I'm good I'm just gonna drink my Utica Club and like look way older and way bigger than these girls who don't Excellent. aren't feeling my fucking jive like they're getting all like. Like butch lesbian territorial, like Katie Lang style with me. Then um, they Why all. Why are you still hanging out here? I don't understand. Because <laughs> I was fifth wheeling, bro. Just in case they all need right. a, in case they need a hard, you know. Because my thought process at the time is like, in case any of these girls needs a needs a hard cock. Uh, I'll I'm, be available. I'm, I'm, you're available. <laughs> I live right I'll down. Be a resource to you. I live right down the street. Um, you know, I, I'm experienced. I really, I know, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I, if I could take one or four, whatever. I'm thinking all this like my beer-soaked fucking mind. Like you look into my mind, and like Spud, Spud McKenzie looks back at you. Like that's where my <laughs> mind is right now. Really bad. <laughs> so I'm thinking party time Thursday. Fuck work. I might even call in. I have all these days accumulated. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Um. And then they proceed to go out to smoke, all four of them. And I'm like, well, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to be the guy who follows the girls out. So I order another beer. I sit there, and five minutes goes by, and ten minutes goes by, and I go outside, and they're gone. <laughs> so not only did I fifth wheel with four unwilling lesbians, but they also Irish goodbyed me because I was uh, being such a creepy loser. All right. Awesome. That sounds fun. Friday. Day goes fine. Work is great. I decide I'm going to go to the mall and buy some work clothes because that's that's where I'm at. I'm like, you know, if I know what will make me feel better. I'm going to the Gap and buying a pair of khakis, right? That usually makes me feel better, yeah, too. It feels so good, right? I needed a new pair of shoes because if you, you saw my shoes last time I was down, they were very full of holes. And, and I needed, I just got some new vans because I'm, I'm a 19 year old skateboarder, I, I guess. Great. And, uh, um, but I drive, I see a spot right in front. So I spin around the corner and I drive and I see that there's a, a black lady with a couple little kids and, and I just drive by them and I park and I get out and a man who looks like little John is walking up to me. <laughs> Yo. Don't be fucking speeding up in here. You ain't seen my kids. You ain't seen oh, my kids. Yeah. I be, I get into falling down mode where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, please kick the shit out of me. Please try. Because I got, I'm like all surly and off my meds. And I'm like, I just start laughing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, laugh it up, motherfucker. Laugh it up, motherfucker. You ain't going to be laughing. I got a bullet for you. All that shit. And I said... He's like, he's like, I'm about to fuck you up. And I turned and looked him in the eye and I said, go ahead and do it then. <laughs> and he just was like, well, you didn't hit my kids. You're lucky. And me, I, so I successfully bitched down like the su- super thuggy little John dude. Nice. All right. Omar from the wire was, said, uh, was coming at you. I said, go on and do it then. And he's like, 
He's like, why you laughing? You better stop that fucking laughing. And I, I had classic lines. I'm like, it's Friday. I can do whatever I want, man. And I kept walking, and he followed me like halfway, halfway in the mall. He kept yelling at me, fat motherfucker, fat motherfucker, I got a bullet for you, motherfucker. And then like 10 minutes later, I saw him with his family looking at uh, like piercing pagoda when I just walked by. Oh, yep. All right. (laughs) So it blew over real fast, but it was great because I risked uh, getting murdered, I guess. He used a paper tiger, though. I really wasn't scared. Uh, I would. I just wish it was like somehow on film because it was really funny. <laughs> so I felt really good about myself. That was a little bit of an ego boost. All right. So that that was that's where you begin to crest back upward at that point. Well. Uh, okay. All right. Never mind. I, maybe I spoke too soon. I I have a problem where I um, rationalize in my head that it's perfectly okay to like text a female friend and say, you know what would be really cool if we did it. <laughs> So I did that, feeling feeling high on the hog. I felt like I was the cock of the walk. So I, I figured I'd go home, take a shower, put you know, run, run a comb across my head, and text one of my female friends and see if they want to have sex. And that was met with uh, no text back. Ah, right, yeah, there you go. Of course. And Don't people I'm, at this point who know you just kind of know that's happening eventually, and they just kind of shrug it off? Like, no, uh, that makes sense. You know, no, no, apparently not. You know, no. <laughs> I think they think that I'm a lot cooler than I am, and then I, like, crumple up that thought paper and throw it in the fireplace of consciousness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the real shit comes through, is like, oh, this dude's kind of like a hypersexual weirdo. Okay, I gotcha. Um, see her out later at Susie's, of course, because I go to Susie's alone, because I'm like, fuck, yeah, man, I'm going to definitely find somebody tonight. At Susie's. And I see her, and she's drunk. And I, and she's like, oh, I got your text. And I'm thinking, jackpot. <laughs> I'm like goose and top gun. I'm like, hell yeah. You know, let's buzz the fucking tower, bro. You know what I mean? And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, that was, that'd be a really bad idea. That's what she said to me. And she's drunk. <laughs> yeah. You know, they say that, that wine is the loosens the screw in the back of the tongue and you say whatever you want when you're drunk and even when she was drunk she's like that would be a really bad idea we're friends and i said you know what you're right let me buy you a beer and get you super drunk no i (laughs) good plan but then i just stood there and i why did that oh god and i I, the fact that i'm talking oh no 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 well i i but go outside, and there's this punk girl who's attractive. <laughs> attractive outside. <sighs> about f- about five minutes into standing outside, I realize it's my ex girlfriend with a different hairstyle, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> and she's st- sitting there staring at me, and I'm all of a sudden very cold and weird inside. Dude, god damn it. <laughs> and I, and the the pickup line I was about to use on her was, "Hey, we have the same shoes." Cuz we did have this uh, cuz we have the same shoes. <laughs> I oh, It was her. Christ. She had lost This is raw. This is rough for anyone. No, it was her, <laughs> but she had lost weight. A little bit of weight, and she had a completely different hairstyle, so I didn't recognize her. Okay. And plus I had like seven millers. And I was like, but I, I said out loud, oh, and I just went back inside. 
Oh, hellish torment. All um, right, okay. So then I go back inside, and I, I decide it's a keen idea to start using my credit card in the jukebox. Excellent, good deal. Glad that glad you can do that. I put in twenty something dollars worth of songs, of which Jesus I heard one. Because uh, I was being like Mister, hey, what? Anybody want to hear some songs? And people are like, yeah, like people I don't know are like, yeah, oh, sure, because they have like, you know, you have now, you now have forty credits or whatever. So I think I played a King Diamond song, which I heard and I loved. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> end up getting this girl's number, who I don't remember what she looks like, but I've been texting Excellent. her. Really good. I've been texting her since Sunday. <laughs> really good. Um, Sunday rolls around. Oh my god, there's more to this. Holy shit. Alright. Andrew, uh, uh, well, uh, I guess Saturday, it's been a long ass time since we've done a podcast. Yeah. No, Saturdays roll. We have a lot to talk about. This might be an hour and a half. Or, um, Saturday is when I post on Facebook, like FWI, Facebooking while intoxicated, after I eat three slices of chicken pizza from Dino's. Kill me again. Like, run Dino's, me over. Dino's, perfect. I need to move to New York so I cannot afford anything. And just live in y'all's fucking, <laughs> live in y'all's like spare room, fucking closet, whatever. And and you just keep me under the under the thumb the whole time. Um, like do housework for you guys or some shit, you know? Like that just got out of jail shit. We're like, yeah, we can let him stay here for a couple months. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll just keep the house clean. And then you come home, and I'm like smoking inside. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds really good. <laughs> really good scenario that will eventually come true. So brace yourself. And yeah, and Gabri and Weird Cat. Um, Okay, so I post on Facebook, this whole being single forever thing is going to be a lot harder than I thought. I did see that. Okay, <sighs> so there was nothing Imme- nothing worse than that. All right. Immediately, one of my men from the, podca- from the podcast family writes me, right? <laughs> um, let me see. I can find it on my Facebook real quick. Because uh, it was funny because I posted it. And the motherfucker just came at me real quick. Uh, it's my, uh, my, friend, my friend Jareth, right? Jareth Busy F was like, he wrote at five three twenty eight a.m. Sunday. He wrote, "You're grown, man. Why do you do this?" <laughs> <laughs> A relative stranger, Jareth. But uh, thanks, oh, pal. Oh, that's classic. Yeah, thanks, pal. I do appreciate y'all uh, coming at me that hard because you, you slapped me with a little bit of reality. Um, because I had, had God damn. Um, I was eating eating like shit. Uh, I ate three big pieces of pizza that were too hot, and I burned the roof of my mouth. Uh, that sucked. And then I. Um, Wrote an ex on Facebook who blocked me, which was a really, Excellent. really Good deal. best weekend. This is like when people say, we could think like Keith Richards has a lost weekend. Like there's nothing compared <laughs> to this kind of lost weekend. Because I'm like, this is like a lost weekend. Like anything goes, man. Fucking Facebooking exes, shit like that. So good. Yeah, you need a fucking project. You need to start sending out these shirts and like have something to like put yeah. your mind to yeah, right now. It I, seems I, like you're uh, tonight, you're just kind of rolling without purpose no, right exactly. now. Exactly. Tonight I'm building a dresser, so that's my that's my perfect intended role tonight. Um, a dresser that I started two weeks ago, and the drawers are assembled, but they're laying in a pile in my corner. Good deal. Really good. Um, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, well. 
Sunday rolls around, and I wake up and remember I posted that. And immediately, um, uh, delete it. But not before people get their really good ribs in. <laughs> of course. At this point, people, A, expect it, and B, laugh at me when I do shit like that. <laughs> uh, uh, my friend Matt Chapman uh, from Seattle wrote, you should start drinking more. <laughs> Agreed. The best. You should probably drink more. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I just realized it's broadcast to 720 people. My my woe. It, oh, yeah. It's spoken truly from the heart of a lonely man. But I shouldn't. I should just play. Cl- I should be like you know the quiet. Like I should be like if James Dean was lonely. You know, I should just be like the quiet man instead of the Facebook man. <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, so Sunday rolls around, and I'm like feeling really sick the whole day so i decide i'm gonna go to target i'm gonna go to goodwill i'm just gonna uh of course spend more money and uh also maybe go to whole foods and i'm so i go to whole foods and i get one of those green drinks and i just walk around i I haven't been to whole foods since god knows when so i I think i know the green drinks yeah it's a green drink it has like all kinds of vegetables and i'm like this is gonna set me right because i'm kind of hung over there uh, so I say, well, you know, I'm already parked at Whole Foods. I'm going to benefit. I'm going to be good about this. And I'm going to um, walk across the street to Target. I'm going to walk there because I, I need to get exercise. Uh, and it's a nice. Where is a Whole Foods in Albany that you can right walk? Right across from-, from Target. They built it in Colony Center. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So, you know, it's, it's hot out, and I, I've had a green drink uh, on an empty stomach. And I get right by, you know, where the Staples store is? I mm-hmm. get right, I get right kind of parallel with them, and I start feeling a rumble on my stomach. Ah, oh, dude. And I shit my pants. Get the fuck out. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Wow, holy shit. <laughs> my, I, I, I do not, I no longer have karmic debt. The, the universe and I are at, are, are at zero. <laughs> wow, yeah, that must have been a fun feeling. So were you parked across the street? Did you have to walk back across the street after that? Nope. I get the idea to walk, because uh, I'm, like, near Target. What do I do? I'm in the middle of a fucking parking lot. What do I do? Correct. So I walk into Target. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first man with shit in his pants walking into no, this Target that I, day. I personally it. guaranteed. Thankfully, but, you know. mercifully, I'm wearing jeans. Normally, I wear khaki shorts, and that shit would have showed up. Right. Normal. Thankfully, I'm wearing jeans. I walk right in. Of course, there's a dude next to me in the stall, so I have to like chill and wait and pretend I'm not sitting there with shit all over the place, which is the worst. Like the worst. I'd rather oh, be in jail. Dear. Finally, <laughs> finally, I'm done. I clean up as best I can. I fucking get get rid of my. <laughs> this is really just hitting me right now. This is pretty wild. <laughs> get rid of my drawers. I throw them away. My drawers. So I'm, now I'm going commando in poop jeans. I saunter because I can only saunter. I can only <laughs> saunter over. Jesus Christ! Saunter over to the hand sanitizer section, and I go fucking. I go long with the sanitizer on my hands. I'm like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. Disgusting. Then I go to the underwear section and I buy myself a three pack of Hanes. Perfect. Buy the Hanes. Go back in the bathroom. 
slap on some games. <laughs> because because the the sitting down in my car after having shit is way worse. Would be way better if with a thin line of cotton between me yeah, and the exactly. great beyond. So fucking like I find like an old blanket in my back seat when I used to walk dogs and I put that shit down there too and I'm just driving home and I just can't believe it like I can't believe it this is it. pretty dark yeah this, I, I could I could see this being we're talking uh, this yeah. is an elapsed time of like seven minutes all of this happens I hit like <laughs> I hit like Navy SEAL mode no I hit like it's like tactical I'm like it's like Navy SEAL mode like synchronize your watches like, I'm like, okay, I'm just in my pants. I'm going to go into Target. I'm going to take the shit out of my pants. I'm going to throw away my underwear. I'm going to buy underwear. I'm going to put underwear on. I'm going to drive back, uh, do the drive of shame home and take a shower. Uh, forget it even happened. <laughs> this is over. I'm somewhere else. Uh, it's exactly it. This is over. I'm somewhere else now. I have clean underwear on. I'm again a man. Um, so that was my awesome week. Uh, and I, then I just got into a dark place. Uh, I was just because I had a, a terrible weekend. But today, I feel great. And I got... I'm, See, I would, I'd call that a valid dark place. I don't, <laughs> I don't even begrudge that dark place. I think that's perfectly Thank reasonable. You. you just shit your you pants know, at a target. I think it's all right to feel some darkness after that. Having zero women interested in me is one dark place, which, you know, it's pretty... You know, it, it, it could be... So a woman could walk in my room right now and, uh, you know... Oh, my God, there she is. Oh, my God. Oh, I guess. Oh my God! It's it's Gabrielle Carteris from uh, fucking nine hundred two one zero. My God! Oh, wow! Wow! Oh gosh, she's blowing me now. Oh my God! It's uh, the weirdest episode. Uh, uh, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, I had an idea for a prank call. Oh, no, oh, yeah, I'll I'll talk about that after. Um, <laughs> I I think of the stupidest things when I'm uh, on my lunch break. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. But then. Uh, you know, and then I just had a normal Monday, and here I am. I actually got my, I had my full formal up against the firing line um, a performance appraisal yesterday. And I aced it. They but. say, I, you were doing well, but then I was, uh, I was shopping for Vizio TV this weekend in Target, and uh, I, I couldn't help but notice. <laughs> and then, yeah, I yeah. followed you around. I followed you around, and I noticed you had shit under your nails, you fucking cretin. So we're gonna promote you. Yeah, we're gonna promote you. You shit green. You <clears throat> shit, your green drink went right through you. Awesome. But then the best, right. the best part of it was getting outside and realizing I had parked across the street. Like, oh motherfucker! And then I have to walk across the street in the hot parking lot with poop. Yeah, that that sounds like a real fucking rough <laughs> scene right there. So Andrew, I hope you feel better about yourself. In grand, in grand overnight drive tradition, I've provided a story that lifts you up and brings me down. Yeah, that was pretty stunning. Holy a return, shit. A return, a grand return to form. Wow. Not, not since the time I hooked up on Grinder and had a young jock blow me have we had such shame associated with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, here we are. We're back to form. Episode 66. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I don't even know what episode this is. I've been uh, totally checked out as far as uh, keeping track of that stuff. Episode 66. Here we are. <laughs> Um, so, wow! All right. <clears throat> so, Robin Williams died, pal. 
Yeah, I don't even think we need to do what's what are people freaking out about this, out about this week because uh, it's obvious what people are freaking yeah, out about. People people um, searching Google for images of Mrs. Doubtfire and posting Mrs. Doubtfire like, oh, I can't believe it. I used to sit by the fire and and we used to quote lines from the movie Hook. Yeah, a lot of a lot of hook worship. I don't know what to do with that aside from punish all of you. Yeah. Um, I, this was one of those interesting things. Robin Williams dying. I'm like, okay, Robin Williams died. That's yeah. weird. It's unexpected. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. an odd world to live in. Didn't feel a single way about it whatsoever. I was the exact same way. And then when I found out that he killed himself, and that he was essentially because uh, the show got canceled, and he was essentially completely broke. Uh, and drug-addled, and he's 64. I had the unpopular opinion at work today that, eh, he had a good run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably bowed out at the proper time. Things weren't looking up. Things were not looking up for old Robin Williams. Um, he made he had two women, two divorcees, drain him dry to the point where he was in a Snickers commercial last year. And I remember right? remarking, well, it was on during football, and I remember remarking, remarking to... Um, Justin Kiss when we were watching it I was like shit does Robert Williams really need to do a Snickers commercial and apparently he really needed to do apparently a Snickers commercial apparently the answer commercial. is yes, <laughs> yes. <sighs> I read this, this, I don't know how true it is but I read this in depth where he sold his uh, ranch in Napa for 32 million dollars and tried to keep the details of the sale sealed because then he'd have to pay his uh, ex like double alimony to his uh two ex-wives but they found out so he essentially had to give like most of the money to them jesus christ yeah <laughs> so i like wow uh, man i i don't know i when it happened i was actually i was uh i was talking to somebody that i was working with last week and they're like oh robin williams died and i said oh really and i went on cnn and i saw it and i said oh wow shit wow and that was the extent of my thoughts on the matter in any capacity. And then I just watched everyone on Facebook flip out. Yeah. I, First of all, I got, I got a few questions. Okay, here we go. I, I, got, I got a couple, whatever. When somebody dies, why do you assholes start to, like, break out the flowery prose? Well, um, that's a pose, too. Let's, not, let's be real. Yeah, the, flou- the flowery pose. The flowery Jesus. pose. Also a good title um, for this Like, uh, tr- anytime anyone says truly... Like, dial it back. Like, truly. It, truly, you were a, a grand inspiration for... Like, you, motherfucker, you just, you just typed balls and capital A's for fucking, like, ten, uh, ten button presses before yeah. this. What do you, like... Yeah, oh, he's such an inspiration. I, oh, did you go to fucking clown school because of him? Did you... What are you talking you about, Hemingway, you know? Oh, my God, did you, uh, did you perform for him? Or did you become an actor? No, oh, did you become, uh, like, a bitchy two-day-a-week waitress because of him? Because that's what you are right now. <laughs> um, it's just really fucking weird. It's bizarre. It's bizarre that, yeah, like, people break that shit out and they yeah. try and write these really eloquent things yo chances are if you don't write eloquent shit all the time you're not an eloquent person don't embarrass yourself by trying uh secondly let's let's call this what it is here like when there's pain in your life you there's only two options that pain comes with there's the pain of you know let's uh, let's do something let's not do robin williams death let's do something that can be actually quantified um let's say you burn your finger yeah you know making tea when you feel that pain, you have two options. You have the pain to sit there and dwell on it and think about how much your finger hurt. 
or you have the pain that you go, oh, okay, I have to learn to better control my motor skills when I'm making tea. And then you learn from this pain. Or I go running underwater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you either dwell on something or (laughs) you learn from it. Right. Yo, why are all you assholes dwelling on things all the time? I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, if, if you're feeling some way about somebody you don't know dying... Maybe now's a great time to remind yourself you don't know this person. (laughs) Exactly. You know, maybe it's a great time to, like, not... I understand that it's not as fun socially, but it's probably better for your fucking mind. You know, like, what do you... Are you just going to do this every time somebody you've seen on television dies? This is fucking insane. Did you do this when Jerry Orbach died? It's fucking weird. Like, just stop. Just knock it off. (laughs) I... uh, And it's... um you know, it's the easy it's the easy shot for everybody. To oh, I remember when I saw Popeye for the first time, and oh, my dad took me to the theater, and it was, and I, I you know, I don't know. You you can feel things without having to feel things. I felt uh, shit. Like, I felt shit for Ronald Williams, but it reminded me to look for the Happy Days episode he was in. Yeah, you know, honestly, yeah, that's <laughs> that that's exactly that's the thing. You know, like it can remind you of something. You know. Frankly, if you're feeling really, really broken up about this, you can sit there and you can go on Facebook and do your thing where you try and write a fucking small, short story about it using, like, fucking word of the day toilet paper. Or you can maybe just remind yourself, oh, maybe I should be a better friend to people in my life who are not mentally well. Right. Thank that's you. It. That's it. You know, that's you know, it. That's all you have to do. One of two things. You have the option every time you feel pain. So what you're saying is we know we, we know a person who's not mentally well. Oh, yeah, I think we do, yes. Uh, we be... <laughs> oh, you're thinking of somebody else? I, 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 yo, take your pick. All I know are mental patients. I was, I was say, talking about this with Gabri and her friend a few days ago. Every man I know is a fucking mental patient. Do I fall into that category? You absolutely fall into that category. It's wonderful. It's about, fantastic. Man. Jesus. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'd appreciate... You're not putting me in that category, man. I like to think. It's... I don't think you're gonna hang yourself. I'm just saying. No. But we know, we have associated with some fucking mental patients. Absolutely. Oh yeah, you you barely make the scale if we really pull that camera back. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but okay, so should we be nicer? Should we extend an olive branch to Sean Duty just to have, maybe have him to come on and and talk about his feelings in a in a in a judgment free forum? I never burned the olive branch to Sean Duty. He's free to come on here anytime he feels I like No, but he, oh, man, I like his videos on Facebook, and he doesn't even talk to me anymore, man. I comment on that shit. He doesn't like my comment. It's a love gone wrong, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pain. That's pain. pain. Sean Duty, you got two options, and you have pain, man. You can learn from it, or you can fucking dwell in you it. You can learn from it, or you can squirm from it. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, I, Tupac didn't even say that. I said that. So that's wow, really, very good. Holy shit. Uh, but I like how Robin Williams' morning gave way to the I know somebody who tried to commit suicide posts. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of checked out by that. I saw that coming down the pike, and I decided I had to I had to, like, kind of free myself from that. If there's anyone in your life... I, I imagine when people write that shit, uh, I imagine like the Sally Struthers voice comes on. And she's oh, yeah. like, if you know anyone in your life who's struggling with depression, I want you to take this this moment and realize that and let them know they're not alone. Not like not like when you actually realize that they were fucked up and you, like 
when you saw them at the bar by themselves and you just you like didn't talk to them because it would have been awkward. But let's let a celebrity die, and then you'll be like, "Hey, pal, you know what's going on, man?" Like, or you'll actually. Oh, you'll, oh, how many awkward conversations today? Hey, just checking in on you. Just checking in Why? on you, bro. Why? I hate myself. I'm like, <laughs> why? why? Oh, you know, bro, I just, Robin Williams, dude. Yeah, what about it? Oh, you know, he died. God. You know, he's dead, right? Yeah, he had the fucking balls to kill himself. I wish I had the balls to kill myself. Whoa, well, nice talking to you, bro. Just letting you know I'm here. Click. <laughs> you know, like, Click phone in river. Phone in yeah, river. Phone fucking river. charger Whoa, broken. Just, you know, I tried to call any fucking you know, dude fucking comes home bitching to his girlfriend. I tried to call, uh, you know, Ted or whatever. I tried to call uh, Larry, you know, because we know he's all fucked up on depression. And he gave me a fucking attitude. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe <laughs> that's something to consider, too. If If you're not... A person who's depressed or, you know, has a history of depression, has, like, you know, gone through yeah. uh, depressing points in their life or anything like that. So a little bit of advice for you. Depressed people don't want to hear your shit. No, never. You know, take like, it, not at all. Take so, it from a black belt in depression. Yeah. <laughs> take it from a man. And it's not that you shouldn't be there for a depressed yeah. person. But doing this thing where once a year you get the idea that you should save everybody, nobody no. who's actually depressed wants to hear this, your garbage. This isn't fucking Coney 2012, motherfucker. No, okay. it's just like super not at all. Super not. Um, yeah, you know, just when I, when, I, uh, when I was super depressed to the point where I wanted to fucking kill myself, nothing in the world anyone could say, my mom... Reggie Jackson, fucking anybody, mm-hmm. could have saved that shit. It was up to me to be like, nah, I should, yeah, I should probably give it another year. No, you're, you're only after like if you, let, you know. Let's say you actually really do. You want to lend that hand to somebody in your life that's mega depressed and really like on that edge. Strap the fuck in, because this is not a fucking sprint. Yeah. This is like a long ass time where you, you just kind of got to be there. For a long time, you probably got to eat a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, this is how it's going to be. slammed in your face. Yeah, and you know what? Fucking, that's the reality of it. Yeah. So if you want to be that good person, that's awesome. Definitely do it, but let's call it what it is. Like you being like, hey, let's, let's get a cheesecake. It's not, no one wants to hear your shit at all. Like not even a little bit. And I'm sorry. I, I love. I'd rather you do nothing, frankly, than, than do shit like that. But I love that people also say suicide is so... It's so selfish because, you know, you, you can... Uh, look, look, look. That's a weird... That's a fucking weird thing when, to say. Now, uh, this might be too deep, but at, at the point where I... A long time... And this is a long time ago. Uh, where the point... This is in my early 20s. Like, the point where I made the decision to kill myself, right? It was like euphoria. Oh, yeah. I was like... I had a plan... I had a time and a day, a time. It was down to the time. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be so fucking freeing. And I, I'm understanding for the first time in my life the meaning of true freedom where mm-hmm. I look I look at the world and it doesn't mean anything to me because I know where I'm going. That's the mindset you get in. It's not selfish. It's It's selfish in that they're feeling... Ten times more pleasure about their life at that moment than you are, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's selfish in like if you you know if there's a plate of cupcakes on the table and you eat them all, that's like you know like it's base selfishness. But come on now, come on, the motherfucker did himself a favor. Uh, 
it was it was his decision and and uh yeah i don't i i've never understood that that whole thing like oh what what a coward yeah coward Why? that's what i what mean what are you talking about what do you the fucking stupid I, thing I to guess, say what are you talking no, about i guess it's more about the coward thing because it's so so it's like the fucking so courageous to want to do that and actually fucking do it he fucking tied a belt around his neck and, and laid down on the floor like he fucking, mm-hmm. like killed himself in the most base way possible like that's some serious self-hatred when you yep. don't even you take the it takes you 10 minutes to fucking die that way at least like yeah it's it's like it's that's a major commitment yeah he hates himself death to smoochie it's just fucking odd like i don't understand like anyone in my life who wants to kill themselves i mean I, i'd urge you not yeah but i like I have no answer for you, you know. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not peddling fucking like I'm. I'm not selling religion here. I mean, I don't know. You know, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Yeah. I mean, best case scenario, we'll watch football together, man. I don't know. That's that's I'm it. Tailoring this toward me, knowing that I like football, knowing that. Yeah. I like <laughs> this is this is my thinly veiled yeah. uh, like don't kill yourself. Dude, talk. don't kill yourself. Just come down and watch football. Everything's gonna be fine. And you know what? That See, would that would probably work. But I'd have two and a half hours of highway driving to jerk the yeah, wheel you know. at any point. <laughs> a long time to think. You better send a fucking... You hey, better, instead of killing yourself, do you want to do a podcast with me, bro? You know, in a weird way, that's kind of how it went down. Because you, you, episode one, I was in like a low time. You, yeah, you were in uh, you were in a dark... I didn't realize that you were in that dark of a place, though. I just uh, wanted to do a fucking podcast. My man, that, my man that was good. You, you were like my white knight. You were oh, like... Shit, all you right. were like... Uh, Whatever the fucking dude's name is from Die Hard. He like you were like hands on booty. Original Del Johnson. No, <laughs> Elliot. You're like Elliot from Die Hard because you walked in the fucking room and you're like hands, booby. <laughs> I'm your white knight. <laughs> That's exactly how it went down, and I was like, all right. All right. Shit, I forgot about that. That was great. No, you saved my life, bro. Oh shit! There you go. Oh, all right. So doing, I think man. the uh, the the moral here is. Should start a podcast with Robin Williams, and maybe uh, things will be all right. Maybe, maybe that podcast you were supposed to do with Robin Williams. Maybe you should have fucking oh, done it. We should have fucking done it. It was only two weeks away. I know it really sucks. I was amazed that he returned our phone calls, but I guess it's it makes more sense no, now in well, retrospect. It's so weird because we had like I expected him to have like a, a big cadre of like quote unquote people, but I text, I wrote, uh, emailed one person, and then we got a personal email back from him. And it was like, he's like, yeah, of course. Uh, he's like, yes, of course, I'll go on your podcast. And then he killed himself. The, word, the weird part was when he asked to sleep here, but I, ah. you know, I was going <laughs> to let that. He I was just like, for, I'm just, he's, he's, he's just into some like fucking method acting thing. He asked for $75 and an Uber gift certificate, which was, <laughs> was like real weird. It's like, he's like, oh, oh, I need a, oh, that's my, that's my Robin Williams impression, everybody. That's a good oh, Robin Williams. That's oh, pretty classic. I, uh, oh, oh, I need a, uh, an Uber to Los Angeles. I have an audition. For a Mars bar commercial. Oh, for, oh dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's what people are freaking out about. They're going to be freaking out about it for a while. Like, I I don't know how to summarize that whole thing, man. Like, just uh, feel a real way about things and do real things if you actually feel a way. You know what? That's you it. Know like, what I don't it, need you know to what it comes down. You know, it comes down to this, man. My father once said, and he put it this way, he's like, uh, I think somebody else must have said this, but he said, life's a beach. Life's a bitch, and then you die. Yeah, that's that's your old man right there. That's <laughs> him. My old man just had back surgery, which is funny. I saw that. Is yeah, he's already he's walking around again? He's walking around, uh, kind of. He I talked to him on the phone yesterday, and he was real high. So 
I'm not awesome. sure. He's he's taking uh, he's taking those those he's not taking Dones pills for that back. Let me tell you, he's taking like serious street shit. Nice. So, remember Dones pills? Do you remember? I do remember Dones pills. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Never did. My back has never actually. I've never had back pain in my life. Because you've never experienced. Because you've never experienced hard work. That's true. My hands are really soft right now. No, I totally remember driving by El Loco once, and you were peeling avocados outside. I remember that. Yeah, I I just brought you there. (laughs) Yeah, I. I was actually, I was going down the list of weird jobs I had in Albany, and El Loco consistently, I always forget it, because it was a very brief point in my life, (laughs) and uh, it was horrible, so I actually try and, uh, and actually, and I was also in the deep, deep throes of being like an alcoholic townie at that point. Oh, that was, was that PJ, was that wearing a PJ top outside, uh, Andrew? No, that was, that was, but that was like pre, maybe not pre, but that was the early stages Okay. This one was, uh, this This was like later on, like leather jacket style, like actual scuzz bag. This was uh, scuzz bag, Andrew. I remember. Yeah, him. this was. This was oh, pre, was... pre Fusebox 80s night, Andrew. Pre... No, no, he was deep in, deep in the throes of uh, oh, okay. Fusebox 80s night All at right. this point. That yeah. was. I, they should have just fucking cut my paycheck from El Loco <laughs> to the Fusebox and just let me drink for free. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, man. What a brutal, brutal point. There was. Uh, God, oh man, never mind. Although I remember the, uh, I did a no call, no show there. Yeah. And then uh, I went to the fuse box, and the woman who ran El Loco tried to pick me up like the next week. Whoa. It was very, very weird. It was like a very weird scene. Did you, uh, did you? I did not. Okay. I did not. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a situation. You got a situation here. I uh, got a situation here. Hey, uh, um, oh, so yeah, so uh, I guess, you know, here we are, Andrew. Wiser. Yep. Wiser. Uh, I'm making some. Wiser, really good at peeling avocados now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I just been thinking about old Albany and wishing that it, the scene was back to the way, way it was, man. It'll come back one day. It'll come back one day. I loved when we were up there last time. I didn't know a fucking person at that show. It was great. For, I don't think we really talked about this, did we? Maybe we no, did. I don't we, know. No, but, it was uh, really good. Very awkward time at the old uh, punk bar. <laughs> yeah, I attended uh, Fuck Everything Day. A few episodes ago, we uh, we did the oral history of Fuck Everything Day, and I actually attended Albany's uh, 2014 version. <laughs> What's going on, guys? You guys you guys don't appear to be fucking everything in the way that the uh, the founding fathers had suggested you do. No. Apparently, three people showed up for the uh, the, the scavenger hunt. It's rough. That's well, rough. As, as I think, as I eloquently put it to Jay Crack, it's like it's wow. It's like people don't want to spend their entire day at a shitty bar. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much yeah. <laughs> Which is good because uh, Albany still has that thing where if you speak directly and like really sarcastically and kind of cuttingly, people just really hold it against you. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I or love. they have no idea. We're they're trying. They like scan for sarcasm thirty times. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And they're it doesn't like, compute. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm only being sarcastic in the meanest way possible right now. <laughs> yeah, mm, man. Um, Albany, you need to get your shit together if you uh, if you're gonna carry this banner of fuck everything day. It's uh, I, it's serious. The Albany scene has gone from like a couple years ago. It was like Halloween punk. It was like like that was still pretty Halloween punk. I don't know. Man. Like, I, I don't know what's going on there. But it's like if Halloween punk from two years ago, and then no one ever changed their clothes because there's like a big crusty element now. 
Which... Yeah, I noticed that. I'm curious as to how long you can possibly play this character for. It's it, you know, like now. even Sean Connery only did a few James Bond movies before he fucking bailed on that. <laughs> exactly. Like you can. You can retire the punk vest, I think, after you've done it for a few years, you, and you can start to transition into yeah, person, old, old, old know, individual. I, I've done it. You've transformed. You've transmitted into a uh, transmitted. <laughs> you've uh, transformed into a responsible-ish uh, adult male who, who makes a living. big-ish. Yeah, makes a living. Still retains uh, punk interests, but doesn't necessarily. It doesn't run his life. I've I've uh, moved on to an older uh, weirdo guy, who to texts uh, younger female friends about sex. Perfect. Perfect. Per- exactly. You know, when I was like ten, and I was like, mom and dad, like, I know I'm like getting older and it's weird, but like, where do you like see me in like like twenty seven years? <laughs> and my dad. Put down his beer and said, "Well, by then they'll have this technology that will allow you to message anybody you want at any time. Like not just writing letters or like leaving a, a message in an answering machine. It's like you'll have instant access to anybody, and you will use that power to sexually harass young girls." And I said, "Really, Dad? I don't even know what sexually harass means." And he nodded to his mother. I nodded to my mother, and he looked at me, and he said, you will. You will. <laughs> I'm curious. I actually went to, that same weekend, I went to a, a family get-together, like a little mini family reunion thing. Mm-hmm. And I sat there, and I was actually curious if I was a major disappointment to my family or not. I couldn't, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't really gauge it. Uh, everyone was really fucking psyched on this new job shit I was doing. So that was uh, it's the first time I've seen any of my family actually excited for anything I've done in quite a while. So it was, uh, it was a weird situation. I, when I got this job, my folks were like, we're going to cry. They're like, oh my god, oh, looks so good. And I was like, yeah. The- like Did we done. fuck up? I don't. I don't feel like we fucked no. up. I don't know. I, don't I, what's going I on. remind my parents all the time. This motherfucker for all the shit I'd done. I never ended up in the back of a cop car. I was gonna say, never seen you inside of a jail. Why don't no, you fucking cut me some I never, slack? Yeah, I never fucking. I saw the world. You know, I, I did a lot of shit. I fucked almost seventy girls. So I don't tell him that part. But um, <clears throat> I told my dad that part. He was like amazed. It's oh, like, God bless. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, that's like three a year. You know, cool. I went two years without doing it once. It's like post. It's a busy next year. Yeah, I was like post moving home from Olympia, and I had like no no play for Mister Gray. Like at all. That was the orange biohazard shirt era for this. Family. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought it was from the uh, the post last Seattle trip. No, oh no, no, no. I tore it up with like local girls, Glens Falls girls. That, well done. That was good, man. No, see, I, I remember I was in that like after I left. I, like, was incommunicado with everyone. A hundred percent gone. Like, I was gone. Like, gone, gone. I was gone, gone. Like, I didn't talk to you for, like, a while. No, I don't... We didn't actually... I think we've said this before. We didn't actually really start, like, talking until we were essentially doing the podcast. Wild. Yeah. But it's a sign of true friendship when you can just pick it up, man. Yeah, just drop it in. Done. Drop it in, man. That's it. You let me drop it in, and I'm... (laughs) Severely grateful for that. <laughs> Perfect. I think the term "drop it in" has to be one of the most vile terms for sex. <clears throat> drop. I it don't in. think I. I've never had that used before. That's, that's 
pretty on. nasty. Well, you've never you've never been platonically sleeping in the same bed as a girl and rolled over drunkenly and said, <laughs> and said "Hey, can I drop it in?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you ever said that? Let me drop. No, me, I don't think I have. Let me. Have you ever told? Okay, tonight, and when Gabri comes home, or we need to go home to to Gabri, right? I want you to look at her straight in the eye and say, "I need you to undress." I want to drop it in and see what she right, just right, tell we'll me that. what she says, please. <laughs> tell me what she says. She will be either mesmerized, hypnotized, or paralyzed. I'd hope a combination of all three. <laughs> oh my God. What if that's the key to the final, like, you know, when they're trying to open the safe in Die Hard and they're like, mm-hmm. like oh, we only have one, one layer left. Like, what if that's Maybe the that's final it. layer to her heart, and she can finally, the, her inner icy inner core will finally melt for you, Andrew. You just have to be abusive and use very <sighs> base, disgusting terms for sex. Give it a shot. Should I be drinking, like, a limerita while I say this? Is that helpful or hurtful, <laughs> or what's up? Uh, I think a snifter of brandy would be perfect. Done. Be like, look, babe. You're going to need to let me drop it in. You've got to let me drop it in. You just got to, ah. like, smoking a cigarette. And she's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? She's, like, racing to open a window. And you're like, whoa, 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 babe. I'm going to get Fonzarelli on the shift for a minute. On that pussy. <laughs> let me drop it in. I'm like, still stuck on smoking. It's uh, <laughs> you. You brought me out of the reality of the situation because it's the most disgusting thing you can do. I'd rather be. I would rather be skinning a cat alive than smoking. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so you go home, and Gabri is in the middle of skinning a cat alive in the, right, in the like, sink. Wow, holy shit! In the sink, and she's smoking. Cool. She's wearing a. Oh, she's God. wearing a wife. She's, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. She's wearing a wife beater and camo shorts with no shoes. If she's smoking, I'm out. But if she's skinning, See, uh, if she's, at the end of it. If she's skinning your cat. Everything's cool. Everything else is negotiable. The smoking is a uh, is a no sale. Remember when Sean Duty had that smoking problem, man? Remember? I think he still does. I think he still smokes. That's good uh, for him. Sean Duty, if you're I out remember there. vividly standing outside of uh, I think we were in like a Wawa or something. <laughs> yes, and I hit him with a smoke. And ball. me and Patrick were outside. We were I think you were there with us, and mm-hmm. we're all looking at Sean Duty, and we're just like. And watching him buy cigarettes, be like, this dude fucking graduated college. Like, I don't understand what is happening here. That's the same thing where you went into the Wawa and you came out and you saw on, on Shunduri's coat, you saw where I hit him with a snowball. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously it was me hitting him with a snowball. Man, you know, I actually went to a Wawa this week. I was working down in New Jersey Great. and they had one on the Princeton campus. Um... Yeah, it's not that good. Sorry. Mm, you don't like I know people like flip out and they want to go to one. And it's like a big, like kind of like a, a road trip slash tour thing. It's like Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. You're so excited to go. Kind of sucks. I actually got sick drinking their iced coffee. It's fucking gross. It's actually a gross place. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend what I say. It's a gross place. Don't can go we, there. Can we make an appeal to the purveyors of iced coffee? Yes. Why the fuck are you putting water in my shit? I don't understand. Yo, how hard is it to make a fucking ice cube made of coffee? It's insane. Just do that. It's perfect. Problem solved. Why? Like, I get iced coffee at a couple different spots in my neighborhood, and it's like, I'm going to fill it up halfway. Oh, it must be too strong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally open the tap and give you tap water in your coffee. Oh, wait. Holy shit. You're getting that going on? Yeah. Like, people, are put, they... people are putting, like, water in my coffee. 
Is it? I mean, you do that with an americano, but not with a nice coffee. No, 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 no. It's like I don't get it. I don't get it. It must be That's an weird. Al- it's like must be an Albany thing. I I get a nice coffee in New York, and I get a perfectly proportioned, like milk, simple syrup, coffee, ice, perfectly proportioned in a cup. It's delicious. I come here and I get like a th- three quarter cup of quote unquote strong iced coffee. And then they pour, they pour 100% pure water in it. Here you go. I'd flip shit. That'll be 350. I would flip the fuck out. Like, you know, I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts where they apparently can make a fucking iced coffee. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to, wow. next time I go in there, I'm going to be like, can you not put water in it? Can you just give me coffee? Because I, I don't usually pay for water. Thanks. Wow, what asshole does this? I want to fight this person. That fucking, fucking spot right down the street from me. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's a fucking no sale. What about no. fucking? What about August Spot? Don't they make fucking August coffee? Spot Are they doing that does shit it too? too. I'm gonna kill him. They have a August. If you're a... listening to this, I'm gonna fucking murder you if you do that to someone's coffee. What is going on? I said, don't why? I said, I tell them, I, I, they think I'm kidding when I go in there, and I'm like, why? Don't give me that water. And they're like, ha ha ha, and they put water in it. I was like, I don't water down my iced coffee. Water down what the milk. What the fuck is going on? Milk and simple what syrup. What is happening here? You Holy shit, this town is so fucked up. Why do you live there? It's so fucked I, up. I can't I deal. Like, this is my time. <laughs> like, I go to, like, you're, you're talking about stay local. Like, I go to Starbucks and you just, they just pour straight coffee in my, my fucking venti cup. And if there's no water involved, like, get the proportions right before you make the pitcher. Are they doing some weird cold brew shit where they're like trying to like over? Oh, just fucking Here's make the guys thing. coffee. God Here's damn it! It's cold brew, so it's too strong. So they have to pour coffee in it to, to soften it up. They have to pour water in it to soften it up. But it makes why no sense. Would you not? Yeah, why? Well, makes no sense. I'm gonna kill all of you. All right. No, it makes. I'm, me gonna, I'm just. I'm going to make the news. I'm going to go to uh, fucking Albany. When someone pours water in my iced coffee, I'm going to blow their fucking brains out and then walk to the next place and keep doing it until the police no, take me down. It's not great. It's not great. It's not like when I wake up and I have a few extra minutes, I go to the coffee spot and I always forget and then remember that I'm getting, I'm like I'm paying 75 cents out of the $3 I'm uh, for water. <laughs> so, is this fucking, is this a daily grind? Don't go to the pun- daily grind. This is pumpkin scar run spot. Pumpkin Scal Ron, what the fuck are you doing with the water? Oh my god, is it just people I know that are fucking pouring water? Is this like I, a, an offense towards I, me? I don't know. It's fucking August spot. Yeah, they have good beer there, but the fucking... Give me a break on that coffee, motherfucker. Why are you putting water in my I'm the murdering Pumpkin him, Ron, The Pumpkin Scal Rons, they fucking tie garden hose. They fucking open the garden hose and put water in it. It's like they're they're like blatant about it. It's like, oh, they like walk over to the service sink and fucking open the tap and put water in it. <laughs> they do. I'm not kidding. <laughs> they do. It's disgusting. You know what's funny. I was thinking about. Uh, we're talking. We're getting very local. But uh, the guy who I'm going to murder for uh, doing the the water thing, August, just got married this past weekend. Yeah, good for you. And uh, I I was actually I was there when him and his wife met, but I don't think either of them recall this. Because I was at, like, some party at her house where there was, like, 50 people. Hmm. That dude walked down the street, and somebody called him up on the porch, and he went into her house and stole a bunch of beer and then left. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's possibly the cl- most classic meeting story oh, on Earth. Man, I don't know if any of them either re- fucking recall it. No. But I have a vivid, vivid memory of this happening, which oh. I think is really funny. Really good. So, I mean, I, I'll tell you that story, and then I will fucking murder you for doing this water thing. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
This has been an overnight drive, episode mm. 66. I'm out. I'm done. I'm like, I'm fucking cashed. And I can't. I had a whole list of things to go over, but then, like, the pants story and then the coffee and Robin Williams, it all, it's just too much for me. I need Sorry, to pal. go and lay down. Um, uh, well. <laughs> anything you want to plug this week? Uh, you're putting, uh, I've got a couple pranks in the, on the, in the works there. I'm trying out a new voice. It's, um, a, what I call, uh, like a help, like a suicide helpline. And, uh, <laughs> and I talk about how I love this woman so much. We, we had so much passion for each other. One time she fucked me in a subway. Oh, this is really good. Yeah. And it's like, would she love me? I, I can't even do the voice, but I thought about that on my lunch break and I, and I tried it earlier today and it worked out really well. So that should be Excellent. coming up soon. And like, right, but I never divulge if it's like the subway, like toot toot, like the train subway, or like the subway <laughs> sandwich, shop. or a subway sandwich shop. I just keep saying she fucked me in the subway. You don't, you think you know love? That's love. When you look oh, at someone, this sounds good. You look at someone, and and it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the subway. And that time she fucked me in the subway. And the person's on the other line, like, uh huh, okay. Jesus Christ, this sounds good. Really good. All right. Um, I got nothing major to plug. Some self-defense shows coming up at the end of the month. Uh, Philadelphia, New York, and Long Island. I'm 50-50 on if I'm playing these. A um, bunch more coming up, too. I'm, I haven't been paying attention. Uh, we still have shirts. There's yeah. not a ton. I know some of the bigger sizes are sold out, but uh, big gar- is it overnightdrive.bigcartel.com, I sure think? Is. Or try flipping those. I forget. Yeah. Um, and yeah, get the rest of these things because they're uh, they're going quick and it's pretty dope. I really appreciate everyone who uh, who who came in and bought these things. Yeah, I'll have a full were, count of our leftovers and then I'll post it up because it's not like we're going to be like printing these all the time. This is like limited. Yeah, this will be uh, a limited spot. We'll see if uh, these these continue to go as well. We'll do some other designs uh, down the line somewhere, some other shit like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so keep them coming. Tell your weird friends. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I have. Uh, all I have to plug. Watch your admin. Fuck, we didn't. What? What's that? Oh, I was going to say we didn't even talk about the Seahawks losing. Shit. Yeah, like, I don't want There's so much we didn't get into. I was. Is that what I, started I, I your was, bad weekend? Dude, it really was because right after that fucking game, I went out on that Thursday night. That's exactly oh, how it started. Shit, there it is. That's what happened. I was. Oh, I wow. was apoplectic. <laughs> I was. Yeah, was, what are you writing a eulogy? What's going on? You know, no. <laughs> what are you writing? Oh, when I found out Robin Williams was dead, I was apoplectic. Wow. I, I may I was ten minutes late to my bartending job. It was awful. <laughs> it's been, it's been a hard day. Yeah, we watched I Robin Williams died. We just sat around and watched the jerk all day. It was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll get more into this uh, the Seahawks shit next yeah. week. Do they, have a, do they have another preseason come uh, up? Yeah, week? coming up Friday versus the Chargers at home. Prepare to be amazed. We're coming we back. Go. All right. We're coming back with a, with a blast. We're going to knock some heads off shoulders. Sounds snap. like Marshawn Lynch already did. What's going on there? No, no, no. It already came out, man. I'm, I'm subscribed to all the fucking Seattle newspapers and shit. Some girl, some dude came and knocked this girl around and fucking kicked her door in and shit. And the cops mm-hmm. were like, who did it? And she's like, Marshawn Lynch. Wow, nothing, that's fucking it awesome. It just had nothing to do. It wasn't even in his apartment building. It had nothing. It's like if, it's like if, if I fucking... Like, if I kick my door in and someone asks who did it, and I'm like, uh, fucking Eli Manning did it. That's, that's <laughs> John ex- Hamm. Yeah, like, that's the extent of it. They have to ad- they have to investigate it. 
but it's bullshit from the start. Like, interesting. Mark, Mark Lynch is like, I don't know this fucking person. What the fuck's going on here? It's more than he said all year. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, man. I'm all about that action, boss. That's like a great Marshawn Lynch impression. That's pretty good. I'm all about that action, boss. Zippy, I just super, super go make sure you go out and buy some zippies. I'm all about that action, man. If I someone, someone, you know, if I, I get someone's trust, good. If I, if I don't trust, if someone betrayed our trust, fuck <laughs> We'll be back next week with 67 routes. <laughs> yeah, listen to Ozzy Osbourne. Do yourself a favor. All right. We'll see you next week. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. of nature You are a Siamese You are in a pickle jar For all the world to see Watching the sleeping man Watching the sleeping man Watching the sleeping man Watching the sleep Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.